I'm just talking, just talking, just talking, just talking. Welcome back into the book room. My name is John Deegan. Checking back in on an earlier episode in which I took you to Ottawa for parliamentary testimony from the Writers' Union of Canada in the matter of Canada's copyright law review. So let me summarize this uh, as quickly and simply as I can. Canada's copyright protections for artists are broken, have been since 2012, when a previous parliament, in good faith, mind you, passed the Copyright Modernization Act with the intention of updating for the digital age this important protection for artists and their partners. Sadly, lawmakers at that time failed to heed the warnings of actual artists that rather than updating and strengthening copyright protections in light of digital commerce, they were actually radically weakening those protections instead. The case in point most pertinent to the book room was the expansion of exceptions to copyright contained in the Copyright Modernization Act. Canada's authors and publishers, who are well-practiced in patrolling the border between paid and free access to our work, could see a giant loophole opening in the law, one that would immediately cost us our livelihoods, or at least a very good portion of it. We warned about the loophole. We were told not to worry about the loophole. We were right to worry about the loophole. The Copyright Modernization Act's inclusion of a poorly defined and delineated educational exception, at least, you know, that's how the change to our law was interpreted by educational budget makers as their own private exception to copyright, prompted schools, colleges, and universities all over Canada to stop paying collective copyright licenses and to instead claim huge amounts of copying from published works for free. I say all over Canada, but I must note that Quebec, which has a strong tradition of partnership between education and culture, for the most part did not jump on the free copying bandwagon. Merci. Fast forward from 2012 to today, educational copying royalties have collapsed by about 80%, which on the ground means losses in the tens of millions of dollars per year to Canada's writing and publishing sector, an industry that simply can't sustain such a revenue bleed and expect to survive very long. In effect, a vital market for Canadian published work has been severed. The work is still being used in that market, mind you. It's just that those working to create and produce it are not being paid for their labor. What's more, over the last six or seven years, Canada's creative professionals have been forced into court and to the Copyright Board to demand our rights back. Now, we've won all those battles, but court time is time away from creating, and it's expensive. And without clarity in the law, those not paying us just continue to not pay us. Canada's educational sector continues to copy published material in the ballpark of around 600 million pages per year. That number, by the way, is the result of rigorous testing of the market through both Canada's Copyright Board and a federal court case involving York University. That number is a reputable starting point for understanding just how much published material is still copied in Canada every single year. 600 million pages per year at a minimum. This brings us back to Parliament last year, 2018, for a review of the Copyright Act. These things take a long time. That's what, six, seven years that we've been waiting for this. As part of that review, the Standing Committee on Canadian Heritage was charged with conducting a study on remuneration models for artists and creative industries. A few episodes back, you heard author Eric N. O. Tam, current chair of the Writers' Union of Canada, testifying before the Heritage Committee, and that was part of this study. Eric ended his testimony that day by saying, fair dealing needs to be fair, not free, and if we value culture, then we must value the work of those who produce it. 
Eric was one of 115 witnesses from all sides of the copyright debate to appear before the Heritage Committee. This was a huge study. The study also collected 75 briefs on copyright and artist remuneration, all of which is still online on their website, again, from all sides of the debate. Then the committee went away to consider what it had heard and to formulate recommendations. Yesterday, May 15, 2019, the committee released a report and it contained 22 key recommendations. The upshot of those 22 recommendations is that Canada's lawmakers have accepted Eric and Otam's invitation to value the work of those who produce our culture. The recommendations include measures to rein in free copying by educational institutions, to require collective licensing for large-scale use, to pay musicians fair royalties for digital streaming. Imagine paying fair royalties to give visual artists a resale right so that they're fairly compensated in the downstream art market, to combat piracy, and even to extend the term of copyright in Canada, which would bring us in line with our major trading partners. In other words, as I hoped for in yet another past episode, Canada's lawmakers have perhaps looked to the example of European lawmakers and decided once again to view copyright as what it actually is, the one law designed to encourage and protect creative professionals as they continue to create professional cultural product. They've turned their backs on radical theories that have since the dawn of the internet been suggesting that copyright is suddenly unnecessary or too hard to comply with or stifling to innovation. These radical anti-copyright theories were never correct, but they were in vogue long enough to do some real damage, damage Canada's lawmakers are now working to repair. And thanks to them. The chair of the Heritage Committee is Member of Parliament Julie de Bruggen. Her vice chairs are MPs Pierre Nantel and the Honorable Stephen Blaney. These people represent three different parties in Canada's Parliament. Thank you to them for all the time and effort they put into producing an outstanding multi-party report with incredibly important recommendations for repairing Canada's Copyright Act and cultural marketplace. Canada's authors and artists appreciate it. What we need now is for these recommendations to be incorporated into the law so Canada's authors and artists can spend less time in the courts or at the Copyright Board and more time actually producing cultural products. Looking forward to seeing that happen. Thanks for listening. You can access this podcast on either SoundCloud, Radio Public, Stitcher, the Apple Podcasts app, or the Google Podcasts app. You can find individual episodes through my own website at jkdegan.com. I can be reached on Twitter at BookroomPod or by email at bookroom14 at yahoo.com. Thanks as always to Sandy Crawley for the music. We'll talk again soon. I'm just talking, just talking, just talking, just talking.